Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Hey. Okay, so tonight I really want to talk about Netflix and not... Okay, so I guess Tiger King season two wasn't enough. Tiger King decided they were going to do all Netflix. Like they were going to do a whole nother situation type deal. So I think I mentioned this in my Tiger King season two wrap up. Um, that I was like, wow, the guy, the, the doc guy really isn't in this. Well, that's because Netflix was like, oh, we about to give him his whole special. A whole two, three, I think it was three episodes. Three episodes special, and we're going to go in. We're just going to go in on Mr. Doc Handle. And I knew that was going to, like, I knew that his part of the story wasn't over, which is why when I, like, watched season two and he wasn't in it, I remember being like, how are you just going to, like, not talk about this man who has a whole ass harem of women. Like, how are you just gonna not talk about this? He has a son who looks like he about to take on the family business if daddy croaks. So there's just no way you just not gonna talk about this man. Well, it turns out they're gonna talk about this man. There's a whole three-part special that was just released about him. And I mean, I can see why. Because even in the Tiger King season one special, like one, Joe Exotic was very like um, enamored with him. And I could see that. Like, it makes sense just because of the things that he did. He was like, you know, into like magic shows and stuff. And you know what I mean? Like he, he handled his business a little bit different than everybody else. And he seemed a little bit more collected than anybody else. Or let's say calculated. <clears throat> calculated <clears throat> versus everybody else. A lot of the other characters on the show just seem really out there, like they're drinking and bathing and just living in that swamp water where he seemed like he was, you know, he he comes from like a mountain spring or something. Just a little bit different. Just a little bit different. I just, I felt like he was kind of trying to get out <clears throat> or stay out of the drama and the mess <clears throat> while still having his own drama and his own mess. That's how it seemed. He seemed like very much out of that situation type deal. So when I watched season two and I didn't see a lot of him, I was kind of like, I was, I was a little bit like taken aback by that. And again, I don't really pay attention to like the Tiger King news. Like there's stuff about these people coming out all the time. I I don't really pay attention to it. Um, but this I was really interested in. So yeah, Tiger King season two has sort of a season, uh, adjacent thing with, with Doc and it basically just goes into his life and who he was uh, in in the show and, and beforehand. Um, we did get to see a few people who worked for him in the season one Tiger King special and they talked, the ladies, and they talked about how he was very manipulative with them, how, you know, they were all very young girls and they didn't really get to eat much, how he kind of like made them feel about the animals and, 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 and if they didn't do things that he liked, he would <clears throat> hold things over their heads. And it was really, really messed up. You know, again, just like everybody else though, um, it seems like when you take care of these animals for whatever reason, the, the staff has to live on property. I don't know what that's about. Like, I don't know if Carol doesn't seem to do that. I don't think the people live on her property. However, they are, they, they work for free. None of them like work for, you know, get paid. But um, what he was doing was, I, I think, kind of what Carol was doing, except they had to all be pretty much young girls. And they, like, he would, like, allegedly would, like, not starve them, but they were all, they all had to go vegan or vegetarian. They could not eat meat, um, which I guess makes sense. If you're, if you're working with animals, maybe, uh, well, no, like, I think everyone should have the option. I'm sorry. Like, I, I just do. But I can see how somebody who works so closely with beautiful animals probably wouldn't want to eat animals. I that makes sense. But 
his whole mindset was very different. He was very um, enamored with a, a guru, I guess, that kind of took him in. And, oh, man, like, yeah, like, season one didn't even cover, like, didn't even really scratch the surface of just how involved in, like, a cult these people were in, in, when working with him. And that's crazy. Because I, like, there's so much that has come out about the people in Tiger King since Tiger King premiered. And I think Doc was the one who was actually part of the Britney Spears um, I'm a Slave for You performance back in 2001. I think he's even on stage with Britney. Like, I think they start off in the same cage or some junk. I think. I'm not sure, but I think that that's him. And I could have sworn in season one, like, when they're showing flashes of things that he's done, that was one of the things that he did. I don't, don't, like, quote me on that or anything, but I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Um, when they were talking about season one. So I was like, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, season two really goes into just kind of who, like, well, not season two. This three-part chapter that just premiered really goes into who he was and who he is and the trouble that he might be facing now. And let me tell you, y'all, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So he, because he kind of like, there's, okay, so there's an episode in this new, I'm going to get to pretty much as much as I can, but there was an episode in this one um, where he talks about or they, they allude to the fact that um, a guy was killed um, working with him. I think his name was Mark or something. They all, by the way, a lot of the people in, in his particular group, uh, his group have several names. So he has, his name is Doc. Um, I forgot, his, I think his real name is like Kevin, but his name is Doc. And then there's also another name they give him because he's like, he's like a, not, not a Buddhist priest or anything, but he's like, he's got like a, um, a certain name. Well, you'll have to watch it and see, but they give him, he goes by another name and they say it the whole time in this, in this special, but I just was not paying attention to the name, but he goes by a certain name when they talk about him in this special. And then, um, not only him, but the people who worked for him, he gave them new names as well. So one of the guys that worked really close with him ends up like dying. Unfortunately, like he actually died the year I was born. Um, and, uh, I guess he was like a really big part of working with doc and, you know, it, it sounds like for 30 years, it was kind of a mystery as to how he died. So it was kind of a Carol Baskin situation where I think some people in the special were kind of even implying that the guy might have been pushed and possibly pushed by Doc or someone because Doc didn't really go to the funeral. He didn't seem to really care. It, just, it was a, there was a lot of mess in this, just a lot, a lot of mess. And you guys just... And it was so sad. Like, I actually almost started crying when I was watching that episode because they were talking about... So the guy ends up falling off a cliff, uh, um, off this be- these beautiful falls. But he, like, you know, like, it's like, you know, it's a... It's a he, he was walking around a fall. Um, and just the water looked beautiful, all that. It just looked like a, a very peaceful, pretty place. But there's, like, there were even signs that say, like, 20 people have died. And I guess since... Uh, 1989, it's now been 30. So 10 more people, I guess, including him, have passed away by these falls. But yeah, um, they were talking about, uh, one of the guys they interviewed was, was, uh, someone that found him. He was the first responder that had found him. And, um, just the way that he was describing the scene and just, you know, like, it just, it's made me sad for him. It made me really sad for him because you can tell, like, even though it's been 30 years, he has never forgot. I mean, who could, but he's never forgotten, like, finding that guy's body. And the guy seemed like such a sweetheart. They were showing a lot of footage of him and even some people who were talking about him started like tearing up and like, you know, cry, even though it's been 30 years. So obviously he was definitely 
you know, he definitely affected the people around him. Um, I guess he was like the, the one of the bright spots working with Doc. So that was kind of sad. That was really sad. And honestly, like listening to the women and what they were going through, like Doc is just like, are you kidding? Like, I like I knew that he was a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I because they're all problems. Let's be real, they're all a problem. But most of the girls that Doc was was messing with in this, and this is what really was pissing me off the whole time I was watching the special. Most of the people, the girls that Doc was messing with, were fourteen to fifteen year old girls. That's how it started, and I'm just like, what? Like, I I, I can't believe it. And one of the ladies, and and we'll get to something sad. I guess that happened to her later. I, I think that's what what the end was saying but one of the ladies like one of the mothers was just like so hands-on and honestly I was like see that's the kind of parent everybody needs to be because she was just not having it so um like I said Doc would take on these young girls and he would he was married but he would still see these young girls who were about 14 15 years old who were staying at his his resort I guess we'll call it a resort um and uh he had a wife but the wife I I she kind of started to suspect he was doing things but wasn't really really sure until she caught him with several different girls and he was getting these girls pregnant y'all he was getting these girls pregnant like what he was getting them pregnant huge huge problem so anyway he like was enamored like I said with this guru and I guess the guru had like taken him in and he was doing things at, at the the guru's like you know place of business or whatever and was kind of knocking up these young girls who I think one was like even excommunicated because of her relationship with him and he and I think he ended up getting excommunicated as well something like that but they were trying to blame the girls as to why this was happening to them these young teenage girls were basically being like looked at as like you know um what do they call them uh oh, what do they call them I, f- I forgot the name they called women who are like they they they, they that, that seduce men or whatever that bullshit like a seductress sure they were kind of looking at them as that and it's like wait a minute what like what world is this what world do we live in where 15 year old girls are looking at you know are are being called like you know uh i just said the word uh <laughs> i'm sorry but um are being look a seductress being looked at as you know a seductress versus this grown-ass man who can say no and who's coming on to them it's not like they're coming on to him he's coming on to them and it's happening more like you know it's happening over and over and over again and he's getting these girls pregnant he's telling these girls to get abortions it's absolutely crazy so one of the girls um who ends up her mother actually ends up working with him or working for him and she i guess travels around a lot she moves around a lot well she had her daughter come stay on property and the daughter was moving house to house and at the age of like 11 or 12 he starts getting really attracted to this girl now she says that they didn't have sex until she was 14 but i'm like 14 that's really 14 really wow so anyway um her mom again i think she's in california she's like moving around whatever the girl's staying on property so he's having sex with this girl and i think the mother finds out or something and she ends up moving her off property to california with her to do the to do the right thing and of course because this girl's a teenager she's well she's 14 and she thinks she loves this guy she ends up running away from her mother um more than once on i think i believe more than one occasion like actually runs away from her mom lets him know where she's at and goes right back to him and it's just it's insane you can tell this mother was very like adamant about you know you know how like sometimes you hear about parents in these specials where it's like kid runs away and the parent just doesn't even like 
the, the parent moves on. The parent like says, oh, I cared. I always cared, but didn't do anything like extra, take any extra steps. This mother, you could tell, took as many steps as she possibly could. She even went back to the ranch because she realized that my daughter's not going to come home because I'm telling her to. She's th- th- That's not going to happen. So I'm just going to have to let this marriage play out. I don't want, because they, I'm sorry, by the way, they even forged a father's signature on like a marriage license. They get married. It's just, it's a whole big thing. And so she realizes that the only way that she can get her daughter back basically is to kind of like abide by what's going on, right? Like she tells her, I don't agree with you, but I'm going to just be in your corner, which like, must be so hard. I don't. I don't even think I could do that. I don't even think I could do that. But if it's like, I guess it's the time period, right? But I like. I guess if I had to like to keep my kid in my life, like that's what I would do. If 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 my kid was, you know what I mean, like because the other option is just completely, you know, like forgetting about your kid, and you don't want to do that. That's something you don't want to do. So I actually really commend her mom on sticking around. Well, eventually, the daughter, who, by the way, becomes his, like, really, really young wife, and, you know, is even, I think he's even still married at this point, but, like, <laughs> she becomes, you know, a really big part of the story, uh, of, of, of his story. She's in a lot of his videos, all that kind of stuff, and, um, she ends up, I think, at one point leaving him and, like, taking his money or taking something from him and, like, leaving interesting toys on his bed or whatever. Um, but the reason why I bring that all that up is because, like, I guess at the end of the special, you know, the mom talks about revenge and she says something that I hit home for me when she's like, you know, I could get revenge on people, but I always find that God's revenge is better than anything I could ever come up with. And I was like, that is so true. Cause now he's going through all this legal stuff. And then I think at the end of the special, we find out that her, the mother passed away. I believe it's the mother that passed away, which I was like, are you like, are you serious? Like, well, like, well, I, her of all, like her, I really liked her. I really liked her character, but getting back to all the other stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of girls, a lot of these women on this special who are just talking about the misogyny, which season two does a lot. And I, and that's something that I talked about even in season one was it's so hard to believe that like all these people just allowed Carol Baskin, regardless of what you, what you think she may have done. Like they just were okay with watching this man, just like Joe, just tear her apart and talk about killing her and all these things and all these murder for hire plot, uh, you know, allegations about this woman and you know I mean and some of the other guys in the show were not shy about you know just having random women in their beds with their wives and stuff and it's just this whole thing is so toxic and misogynistic the whole thing this this whole situation and it's one thing I guess for grown women to get in bed with these men that's one thing you know I'm not saying that like you know like like as far as like them being willing participants. It's another thing when they're not, and it's another thing when they're underage girls. And I was, it's funny because I was watching this whole thing on Aaron Carter recently, and just how, like, that is a whole nother situation that I, I, we have to talk about is just how he treats his fiance. I mean, granted, she keeps going back to him, and that's a, pro- like, she's part of the problem. No question. She's absolutely part of the problem because you keep going back. Like, learn your lesson. I understand they have a baby into stuff now that changes nothing. Honestly, get out of that situation and take your child. Take your child, give him visitation or whatever, but take your child, get out, just go. And and, and also you you put yourself in that situation by coming back to him and deciding to have his baby. Like, stop, like ladies, if you know, or even men, it doesn't matter. If you know your partner is a problem, stop trying to fix the problem. And also like, 
leave, leave. Let them work on themselves, leave. You do not have to be in someone's face uh, for them to get that help, right? You don't have to, you don't have to help somebody up close. You can help them from afar, send a prayer, send this, that, and the third, but you do not have to get that involved and just hope that, well, you know, since we have a child together, we have a home together, we have pets together, that they'll change for me. No, they're not trying to change for you. Don't you understand? They're trying to change you for them. Like, stop. Don't be stupid. But anyway, like getting back to this. Um, so yeah, in this special, um, he's just very manipulative and like it just reminded me of watching you know uh some of aaron carter's like live streams and the way that he would talk to melanie if like his audience like if his audience agreed with something that melanie because he would he would like he publicly embarrasses melanie but he does and sometimes his audience will catch on to that the ones who aren't like sick will catch on to that and be like i see what you're doing can you stop please and he will get so mad he will turn it on her and be like do you see what they're doing you see how they're turning on 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 you know me for you blah 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 and then like i just i feel bad for her but at the same time i'm like i can't feel bad for you if you continue to stay in this like once you leave stay gone it's not like you don't have people in your corner telling you to leave because you do. It's not like you don't have resources because you do. I could see if he like had you in prison there, if you were trapped there, that's one thing. The fact that you have the option to leave and you still come back, I can no longer just call him the bad guy. You are a part of the problem too, but you are because you keep thinking he's going to change for you and he's not. So you need to change for you and now your baby right but that's just kind of it's just like i said it gave me like it just gave me like doc vibes when i was watching this uh tiger king special here it's just like it's it's so sad it's it's just really really sad and like i said these girls were so young so so young and i'm not sure where all their parents were i'm not sure why he was able to get at so many of these young girls and nobody really batted an eye at him i i don't understand any of that but like like what what is like what is going on in this country? What is going on in this world? Like, I know there's other countries where, where age ain't nothing but a number for them. But, like, here, it's like, how is he able to marry a 15-year-old girl? How is that ever, how is that ever able to happen, right? Like, like how? I just... I'm going to only marry her but get her pregnant. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, what? I don't, I don't understand. I just, I'm very confused. I'm just really confused. And some of the things that he was accused of doing in this special, like, I guess there's one of the girls that worked on the ranch with him. We saw her in the last special, but, um, like, I guess in order to keep her like in line and like break her attachment to some of the animals, he put one of the monkeys in the freezer. He didn't kill the monkey, but he put it in a freezer. And I was like, what? Like, these like oh my god like what to break her attachment to the monkey because she wasn't attached enough to him so it's it's that control thing you put a living creature in a freezer your own living creature like he's on it's on your property you own it and you put it in a freezer just so homegirl could gain like some separate like are you kidding like wh- wow just wow like oh my god it's it's it oh, it's sad and a lot of people were talking about how charismatic he is in the special and i can see that I, I can easily see him being somebody that draws you in because he does magic right he has like a magic show he he has animals he's a fairly attractive guy when he was younger you know so i can see how certain things made him appealing at the same time it's that narcissistic behavior that also like it, certain people just shouldn't have a claim and shouldn't have any power or shouldn't have because 
they use their influence and in, in, in this this acclaim as power, as a way to get people to do what they want in these very toxic and negative, destructive ways. And again, it brings me back to people like Aaron Carter, but it's just like, this is really just not okay. It's not healthy and it should have never gotten this far. Like, like I can't, like I really can't believe like half the crap that's gone on in this Tiger King special and how it's been able to just happen for so long. Like it's 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 crazy to me how and I, I can only imagine like this is probably like honestly not even the worst that's that's yet to come out of other things. I'm not even just Tiger King, but just like what goes on the dealings in this country and even around the world like it's just like even the stuff with you know with with um epstein was just like what like how was someone able to get away with all the things he got away with and just like what like what is going what is going on like what what is happening in this world what's going on and honestly even with that story we're probably never going to get to the bottom of how deep everything goes with him or went with him and I don't even like talking about him because just of all the high-powered people that are involved with that crap and I don't, uh, yeah, that just, mm -mm. Tiger King seems a little bit safer to me, but it's still a problem. And it's the same thing with the, like the, the rabbit hole thing that was on HBO that talked about like all the, the Q, the Q stuff. It's just like, wow, like there's so much that just goes on and happens in this country. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, we see a lot of things about, you know, feminism and, and women speaking out about women's rights and things like that. And, and a lot of people try to roll their eyes at it and go like, oh God, will this ever go away? And it's like, I mean, when you see things like this, should it ever go away? Probably, no, it shouldn't. I mean, if the, like, if this is happening right here in America, it's been happening for decades with this guy and other men too. And they're known predators. They have like, this dude, he makes money off of animals, right? Like he has his own zoo. He's worked in Hollywood. He's he's had he's even worked with people from 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 big big companies who like helped him make a movie. Like he, they made a movie, didn't pay any of the kid actors, put the kid actors in danger, and the kids never saw any profit of this film. Like there's so many shady things that this person has done and like it's just it's it's crazy it's just it's just it's crazy it's it's so crazy it's so hard to just like take a lot all this in but it's just like yeah this guy was able to do all this stuff and at the same time have relations with minors several minors not one minor not you know no 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 several minors and got them pregnant babies having babies because of this dude like it's just and some of the lengths that he went to to get some of these girls back was just like, wow, dude. Like, it, it just brings me, like, R. Kelly vibes, all these other people. It's just like, this, and, 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 and people wonder when this, like, this feminism, this age of feminism is going to stop. Why should it stop? Why should it ever stop? Like, if this is what's been going on, it shouldn't stop. Because who knows how much more there really is, right? Like, who knows how much more, how many more layers that we have to keep peeling back because no one's looking out for these kids you know we there was one mom one mom in that whole special that seemed like she was really looking out for her daughter granted i don't think they really interviewed most of the parents or maybe some of the parents weren't even living anymore but just having her a part of that special and all the things that she had to go through to get her daughter back getting the police involved the police not like not really being able to do too much because homegirl ended up changing her name 
when she was on the ranch to stay with him. But still, a lot of the other adults on the ranch knew what she looked like. They had worked with her before. They had seen her around before. And it seemed like a lot of people were just complicit in what he was doing. If maybe they were scared. I don't, I don't know what the tea was. But it just seems like a lot of complicit people just watched this crap happen to their kids or to other people's kids. Why? Because this guy was so charming. Why? Because this guy was making money. Why? Because they were working with animals. Like It's crazy how much of your dignity you're able to give away to do something that is cool, right? Like, that's what it seems. It seems like so many people on working with Joe, working with Carol, working with Doc, working with all of these guys were just willing to give away their dignity and their conscience to work with fucking tigers. Like, who shouldn't even be here? Like, I just, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. And they give away so much of their time the the mark guy that i was talking about before he worked there at the at the the ranch i'm gonna call it the ranch for years and he worked every single day of the year for pennies for pennies and most of the people most of the girls that were there and even the guys too were super thin and tired because he was making them eat little rations rations and you could even see like you know, in the Joe Exotic where, you know, Tiger King season one, how his people were living, there were rats and roaches in their, their living quarters. Things were hot and smelly. They were eating expired meat. Like it's, it's terrible what people go through in these things. And it's like, who, one, who the fuck raised these people? Two, where the fuck in the world are they from? And three, how was this able to happen for so long? And it's crazy. Cause like I said, it just seems like everybody's like, Business is just absolutely terrible, the way they run it. Like I said, Carol, to me, is probably the best at running it. However, because she doesn't pay her employees, I cannot stand behind her. These people work too many hours. They work pretty much every day of the year, most of them, and they even work holidays. You're asking people to sacrifice their family time to help you take care of your animals, but you're not paying them for it? Fuck that. I would be too through. Like, me and her would have words. We'd have several words. We'd have have words. It's just, it's crazy. Like just watching like the the doc special and about them making the the movie, um, which they wanted to get like, I guess a Disney director, a guy who worked with Disney had helped him on this, this movie that he was going to make or that he made, but never got released. They were working with like, obviously live tigers, live animals, these little children. And there was no supervision for these kids. There wasn't even like any policies for the kids, like any kind of like safety policies put in place for them. There was for the tigers. And for him and his production team, but nothing for the actual kids used in this movie. So at any point, something bad could happen to one of those kids. And there's nothing that anybody really could have done for them because there's nothing that protects them and says, hey, this is if something should happen to you. Here's a here's a, a, a clause or policy in place to protect you like that's And these are little kids. That's it was insane. It was, it's just, it's completely insane. It's so insane. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like, it's just, oh my God. I, yeah, it's, and that, I think that's why I'm so fascinated with Tiger King. It's just the things that people are able to get away with that are just beyond crazy. And if you look at all of them, almost every single one of them, there, there's a murder, there's a disappearance, there's some type of misogynistic crazy crap there there's them mistreating their partners like i said this guy had a wife and several girls that he slept with who had kids babies joe exotic had several husbands that 
just everything just seems so freaking questionable about him. And then there's the other people involved in this too. And it's like, even Carol, like obviously Carol's husband, you know, no one knows what happened to him, but there's just a lot of, of crap. And I don't, I, I just, I don't even know. Like, I obviously, I don't think this is even going to be the end of it. I think there's going to be so much more that comes out of this stuff. Cause it's just like, wow, dude. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I, I don't think there, I don't know if there will be a season three. I can't imagine there will be. Season two felt scripted enough. Um, but his part of it, I can kind of see why they kept it away from the, the special special because his part of it seemed a lot more serious and a lot more intense than just all the other crap that other people were talking about in season two. I can see why they set it apart because this really did seem like something that was much more serious and much more like dire in a sense because like I said this as far as I know even though he's being brought up on charges I think he's still a free man and just the women that work for him just seem kind of brainwashed they kind of do seem like they're brainwashed like I said there's one part of the special where one of the girls she was eating like little nutrition bars and she was but she was like she was a hundred pounds and I guess she was like, she would like black out even just standing up. That's how thin she was. It, to the point where someone was chasing her to make sure she ate something. Like it's just, it's so, and it's crazy. Cause if you look at him, like, I mean, back in the eighties and nineties, yeah, he was a very like lean, thin guy. Everybody was, but he started putting on a lot of weight. But if you notice he puts on a lot of weight, his girls don't. So again, it's like, this double standard thing. And I guess he wanted some of the girls to get like, like boob jobs and stuff for him. And I'm just like, who do you think you are, sir? Like, you're not, you're not him. You think you're this, this guy, but you're not that guy. Like you ain't, you ain't fine, fine. You're better looking than all the other guys in this special, but bitch, that ain't saying much, but you're, it's, it's, it's girl. When I tell you it's not, when I tell you it's not nothing to write home about, girl, but it's true. It's just like the, I don't know. These guys just, it, it, this, this manipulation, but it, it's crazy. It's crazy what people will do and how much of themselves will give away for something cool, right? Like to say, oh, I worked with tigers. Yeah, you worked with tigers who shouldn't even be here. So like, is your job cool? Your job shouldn't exist. That's how I feel. Um, and considering how much of yourself you're losing for this job and how much you're not even getting paid to, to work every day of the year like okay yeah are these people feeding you are they housing you sure but the housing conditions aren't that great the feeding conditions aren't that great they're basically keeping you alive to work on their animals that's that's really all they're doing they're just keeping you alive keeping you functioning they're not but but you're not living in in the life the lap of luxury you're not eating you know great food you're they're doing the bare minimum for you at the same time brainwashing you because it's not like you can just leave at any time no you can't just leave when you want to they're going to you know manipulate you and bully you and basically isolate you or exile you out because you can't come back once you leave it's, it's not like a regular job where you can kind of come back like oh i left you know my store job but i can go back to the store and shop there and talk to my friends while i'm there yeah this is not the same thing this is once you're off the property you're not coming back as a guest nothing you're not coming back and should you come back something might happen to you should you even tell your story something might happen to you and that's 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 really scary that's it's just unfortunate um anyways that's the end of this one you guys um tiger king season one and two and tiger king the doc story whatever it's called it, they're all on netflix now and i actually would love to know how doc feels about this season because i feel like he really tried to stay away from being overly exposed and now he's been exposed and 
I mean, you could, like I said, when you watch season one, you can tell there's something about him that is just like, this is a major red flag. You know what I mean? Because everybody else was so willing to put themselves out there and tell you, like, show you all their sides, right? And he just seemed like he was withholding him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like again, smarter than the rest. He seemed like he was withholding something. I don't want you to know all of who I am and all the things that I've done. But it was, but it's too late now. Um, people know, and it's just wow. It, it's wow. I mean, and maybe that's not true. Maybe I read him differently. Um, that that could be it. Maybe I read into his character a little bit differently than other people. I'm not really sure, but he seemed like someone who was like, I'm going to tell you what I tell you and that's it. Don't be combative. Don't try to, you know, outsmart me. Nothing. I got you figured out. And now it's like, actually you don't have it figured out because look what's happening now. So it'll be, whatever happens next will be pretty interesting. It's crazy. Anyway, guys, I'll see you guys later. Have a great day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. I'll see you soon. Bye.